0: Imagine being 18 years old, leaving your country for the first time, with no plans, having no idea how life will be in a foreign land, but knowing just one thing, that this is the right thing to do.
1: Namaste everyone,
0: I'm Tarushi and this is Crazy Mad Woman. Presented by Stories You Should Know. My guest today is an award-winning Caribbean content creator and a mental health advocate. Her podcast, In My Head, was the first Caribbean podcast to be nominated at the podcast awards. Please welcome Jay Bless. Hi, Jay. Welcome to Crazy Mad Woman. Why don't you start by telling us that one moment when the world called you crazy or completely mad for doing something that you believed in and that you really wanted to do?
1: Okay, are we talking yesterday or last, <laughs> <year>? <laughs> last
0: week?
1: <laughs> um One would definitely be, uh, and the one that stands out most is when I left my home country of Trinidad and Tobago at the age of 18 years old, never leaving the country before, to come to a place I'd never been. I left Trinidad at 18 with $75 U.S., didn't know where I was going to stay when I landed at JFK came in the brick of winter 2003 in a spring coat, never saw snow before, and did not know where I was going to stay that night when I landed in New York City. And 17 and a half years later, here I am with you, (laughs) Tarushi, talking about how I made that crazy decision to leave my little village of 5,000 residents to come to the Big Apple and pursue this burning desire in my spirit that there was more for me in this world. And I am proud of that decision. You know, I had packed a little carry-on with some clothes three months before, and my cousins, you know, I have my Indian cousins came home and they're like, uh, where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to America. Okay, no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. And I packed my suitcase. And it stayed there for three months, and they laughed at me because they couldn't they couldn't understand what was going on with me, but that that moment was a defining moment for me because it showed me my faith in action. I manifested being here. I dreamt it, I thought of it, I slept on it i Every time I was eating or reading, everything was America. I'm going to America. I'm leaving this country. I'm going to America. Not because I didn't love my country, but because I knew there was more for me in this grand world. And I was right. And I I wouldn't change a thing.
0: So what happened back home? How did the 18-year-old Jay knew this was the right thing for her to do? What were you doing over there? What made you realize that, okay, it's time for me to pack my bags and leave my country?
1: So let me tell you, I was 18 and working for the government of Trinidad and Tobago. And I was actually working for the hiring agency within the government. And, um, and I was there and at 18, I'd already seen my seniors who had been in their positions for years doing the same monotonous job for 15, 20 years. And I looked at them and said that, that could never, that will never be my life. I am not going to be pushing paper doing the same thing. Um, I am too much of a vibrant and, and fearless and, and adventurous spirit to be stuck and confined to the desk of a government job, right? And I literally made up my mind two days before I left the country. So I didn't even get to tell a lot of my friends goodbye. Uh, a lot of people thought I, I was either pregnant or I killed somebody. No one, you know there, there was no farewell party, nothing. She just, she just left. Okay, that was too quick. Something is up. But the thing that was up was I had an opportunity. And sometimes opportunities come and you can miss it. If you, if you procrastinate, if you, if you overthink it. And I saw this ad in the newspaper for plane tickets to the U.S., that was about the cost of my salary for that month. And my paycheck hadn't arrived yet. And I convinced my mother, can you please put this ticket for me and you will get the money in my paycheck. Here's my debit card, everything. And, and you know, she took a risk even um, by doing that. And again, I still didn't know where I was gonna stay when I got here and And I took a chance on myself and I I jumped at an opportunity. And oftentimes we miss out on great things because we are too afraid to take a risk on ourselves. And I I would rather take a risk on me than a risk on somebody that I do not know.
0: So I'm trying to picture this in my head that an 18-year-old girl lands in JFK calls her family and friends tell them that she has left her country and now she's here how were they reacting to it what did they say oh yeah by the time i got here are you crazy why are
1: you here what did you come here for i remember sleeping i i had a um a little phone book my my mom had given me about a dollar in in us coins so you could use a payphone at that time and i got numbers from you know Step family. My mom, you know, had divorced a few years before, so that family, who I wasn't really close to, um, I had some of their numbers. So I was calling, and one particular step aunt, who I, I wasn't close with, answered, and I didn't know that she worked for TSA, which is housed in JFK Airport, and so she picked me up. And she had a spare bedroom. She didn't even allow me to sleep in the spare bedroom. She made my bed on the floor. And I was just grateful. As much as she may have thought she was belittling me or making me feel like nobody in that moment. Because how dare you leave your country to come here and expect me to house you for the night. I'm going to put you on the floor. I was so grateful, one, that I had a place to sleep that night. And two, that God didn't bring me here to not make sure that I had a place to sleep, and so from then till now, hello <laughs> it is so funny because I had a step uncle, his sister their their brother and sister that that's my stepdad 's family and I thought, you know, of all places I would stay, I would stay with a step uncle, but the day I was leaving and coming to New York, he was leaving and going to Trinidad because it was carnival season. And this man who I'd known for all of my childhood was treating me like an enemy. Again, people were thinking that I was either pregnant or I killed someone because how dare you just leave the country like that? And so he's telling my cousin, his, his daughter That he doesn't want me in his house. Remember, I'm 18 years old. I have nowhere to go. Where am I going to go? Let me tell you something, Tarushi. A couple of years later, maybe let's just say probably like seven years ago, the same daughter, his daughter, would end up needing a place to stay. Guess who took her in? And he calls me. Because, oh, I heard that, you know, such and such is staying by you. And I took the call because I had not spoken to him since that time I was there. You know, staying, I stayed at, at his residence while he wasn't in the country for about two weeks. And he's like, oh, I heard that my daughter is staying with you. Thank you. And then I, I caught him and I talked to him really directly. And I'm like, isn't it funny when I needed a place to stay? You were trying to kick me out your house. And now the same person is providing a safe refuge for your daughter. So isn't isn't it funny how life is sometimes?
0: I cannot imagine myself doing what you did. But what I can take away from your story is that it's so important to believe in people and their dreams. And just to be kind to each other. It's so important. You never know uh, what the other person is going through what he or she is thinking all the time, what problems are they facing. If you can support someone and if you can help someone, then why not?
1: And you don't even know if you might just be entertaining an angel in human form, right? You have no idea who you are, talking to in that moment. That's why you should always be kind because that person that you are trying to talk down to or belittle might be the person with the hiring power for you in the next couple of years when you're looking for a job and you go into, you know, to interview and you have to sit before them and they are in the decision-making chair of your life, you know? And I, I thought that was such a you know, I totally forgot about that part until he asked me, it's like, isn't it so karmic? Life is karmic. And I'm grateful because, you know, the energy you put out, you get that back a hundredfold.
0: And how does it feel now, Jay? Years later, telling your story to the world, how does it feel?
1: I am so excited. I have a flourishing 16-year-old scholar. She is my heart in human form. She's a beautiful spirit. And I am so proud. I'm in my own home with my name on, you know, on it. Like I, I took a risk on myself, Terushi, and here I am. They called me crazy, and now they listen to my podcast, and now they read my website. <laughs> I love it. This is so empowering. I love Thank you for having me on, because I don't really get to share these stories. To hell with the label society wants to put on you. It's not what they call you; it's what you call yourself. They call you crazy; you call yourself fearless. They say that you're mad; you say that you're courageous. Right? Like it's not what people call you; it's what you answer to. Unless you're calling me queen, or you call me boss, <laughs> or you calling me shake. Bless, I'll hear you.
0: <laughs> That was Jay Blessed everyone. You can find more about her on her website jayblessed.com Crazy Mad Woman is a production of Stories You Should Know. It's written and produced by me. Our theme music is Road Trips by O'Shane. Thank you for listening to Crazy Mad Woman. Take care everyone. Help someone in need if you can. And be kind.
1: It sound right boy.